0: Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maystreet, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Wednesday, October the 13th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke chapter 14, verses 25 through 33. Luke 14, verses 25 through 33. And uh reading this morning uh requires a bit of uh reflection because when we first read it uh it's rather uh striking and uh confusing uh to say the least uh because uh on the face of it it sounds very uh, it sounds very counter jesus like something he would never say and yet It's something that's very, very uh, important, and when we dig into it, we see really the wisdom of God at work. And the title of this particular episode may itself uh, be somewhat strange. Uh, The title is, Are You Possessed? Now, in hearing that, um, our mind perhaps uh, rushes quickly to the movie back a couple of decades ago, uh, *The Exorcist*, and uh, we have all these pictures of uh, spinning heads and uh, levitation, uh, the uh, spewing out of all kind of green material, and all of the kinds of bizarre things that took place in that particular movie. And so we got a kind of cineramic Hollywood presentation of possession. Demonic possession is real. Uh, each diocese has a uh, exorcist, uh, a priest who is uh, designated to be the official exorcist of the diocese. And there are episodes of demonic possessions that have been recorded by the church. And it's really something that is very, very frightening, and something that indicates to us the presence of evil in the world, and, of course, evil that can indeed take possession of a person who places themselves in those positions. Uh, and Jesus, this morning in our reading, uh, he is really raising the question, of Are you possessed? And um, what does Jesus mean by this? Well, he ends our reading by saying, uh, in the same way, none of you can be my disciples if he does not renounce all his possessions. Now, and he goes through... A number of instances, and he begins with the family. And that's kind of interesting because he says uh, if anyone comes to me without turning his back on his father and mother, his wife and his children, his brothers and sisters, indeed his very self, he cannot be my follower. Um, Wait a minute. All of this talk about family life, about fraternal charity, beginning in the home, and all of those things. And now Jesus is saying that without turning your back on your most intimate human relationships, you cannot be my disciple, and I have to renounce all of my possessions. My goodness, Uh, who can do that? is this really Jesus saying this? And that's a legitimate question because on the face of it, that's why we have to be very careful when we read the scriptures that we understand the meaning that's behind them and what Jesus is really getting at. And of course, Jesus is not telling us to reject or to become alienated or or even... Uh, separate from emotionally and spiritually from our family. Nor is Jesus telling us that we should uh, somehow end up in a homeless shelter, or out on the street, or under a bridge. That's absurd. Jesus is not saying that. So what? what well, what what is he getting at? What Jesus is getting at is he's asking us to reflect on all we being possessed by our possessions. And our possessions need not be just material things. Our possessions can be our status, our wealth. It can be our strength, our beauty, our intelligence, uh, the reputations that we have. In other words, those earthly things, those earthly things that We, after a time, don't possess them, but they come to possess us. We don't own them. They come to own us, and they are uh, all-consuming, and our whole day rises and falls on whether or not they're maintained, they're working properly, or we begin to define ourselves by our possessions in other words who we are becomes the determining factor in who we are what you know what we have what we own what we possess that becomes a validation a confirmation of our worth as a person and yet if we lose those things or if they become obsolete, or someone takes them, or someone breaks them. What what happens to us? Do we become broken, lost, stolen? Uh, And that's what Jesus means by being possessed. Uh, There's many ways to be possessed. And in time, our things have a way of possessing us. There's a series on television. I looked at just a few minutes of it and I turned it off. But it's called Hoarders. And you see people who, over the years or over time, collect things. And they become obsessive-compulsive about these things. And they really become slaves to those things uh they can't sell them, they can't give them away. heaven forbid uh and they began to own them their 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 freedom of movement, their thoughts uh their feelings. everything becomes centered on this hoard of things that they have for some people uh it's their status. Uh, It's the social recognition and approval of others. Uh, It is their zip code. It's the car they drive. Uh, I was talking to a man recently, and uh, he was kind of wearing his lip over his shoulder, and I asked him what what the problem was. And uh, he indicated to me that... um, this particular car that he wanted. Uh, The financing was a little shaky at the time and he wasn't sure he was going to be able to get the financing for the car. He had another car that was perfectly functional and fine, but he wanted this car. This this was the collector car that he wanted. And uh, His whole mood and attitude, his whole day was defined by that. And after a while, you got the idea that the car owned him. He may pay for it over time, but he really didn't own the car. The car ended up owning him, although he had a perfectly fine running car to do whatever business he had to do. And that's what Jesus is getting at. Do we live a cluttered life? Yesterday, we talked about simplifying. Well, this is a continuation of the simplifying of our life. We travel light. We're not shackled down, weighed down by all of the things that are ready to consume us to possess us, we lose our freedom, a sense of joy, a sense of contentment, peace, because we are worried and anxious about many things. And so it's good for us to take stock uh, of our lives and ask ourselves, what are those things, those relationships? those connections, and they don't have to, again, be spiritual things. They don't have to be material things, even our spiritual things. Uh, Do we take pride in our goodness, our fidelity, our virtue? Uh, Those things begin to possess us, and that's really not the way God meant it to be. We know that intellectually, but it's to know it in our heart that God provides those things for uh, our happiness and ease here on earth, but never to make them ultimate in our life, never to make them the supreme thing. There's only one who is supreme, and that's our relationship with God. And God offers us these things and allows us to have them always on a temporary basis. They're always temporary. They fade, will fade. So let us today ask ourselves, are we possessed? Or do we enjoy the things God has given us and that we offer them to others? We offer them to others. We share what we have. And we find that when we do that, we don't become less. But we actually become infinitely more, more at peace, more blessed, more free than when our things possess us. And so a good question to meditate on today, are we possessed? or do we live in the freedom and the peace whereby God has set us free and God alone is our true peace? God bless you.